Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 12. Help, Lord, because the godly are all gone. The faithful have completely disappeared from the human race. Everyone tells lies to everyone else. They talk with slick speech and divided hearts. Let the Lord cut off all slick-talking lips and every tongue that brags and brags, that says, we're unbeatable with our tongues. Who could get the best of us with lips like ours? But the Lord says, because the poor are oppressed, because of the groans of the needy, I'm now standing up. I will provide the help they are gasping for. The Lord's promises are pure, like silver that's been refined in an oven, purified seven times over. You, Lord, will keep us, protecting us from this generation forever. The wicked roam all over the place, while depravity is praised by human beings. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. Solomon became the son-in-law of Pharaoh, Egypt's king, when he married Pharaoh's daughter. He brought her to David's city until he finished building his royal palace, the Lord's temple, and the wall around Jerusalem. Unfortunately, the people were sacrificing at the shrines because a temple hadn't yet been built for the Lord's name in those days. Now Solomon loved the Lord by walking in the laws of his father David, with the exception that he also sacrificed and burned incense at the shrines. The king went to the great shrine at Gibeon in order to sacrifice there. He used to offer a thousand entirely burned offerings on that altar. The Lord appeared to Solomon at Gibeon in a dream at night. God said, Ask whatever you wish, and I'll give it to you. Solomon responded, You showed so much kindness to your servant, my father David, when he walked before you in truth, righteousness, and with a heart true to you. You've kept this great loyalty and kindness for him and have now given him a son to sit on his throne. And now, Lord my God, you've made me, your servant, king in my father David's place. But I'm young and inexperienced. I know next to nothing, but I'm here, your servant, in the middle of the people you have chosen, a large population that can't be numbered or counted due to its vast size. Please, give your servant a discerning mind in order to govern your people and to distinguish good from evil, because no one is able to govern this important people of yours without your help. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had made this request. God said to him, Because you have asked for this instead of requesting long life, wealth, or victory over your enemies, asking for discernment so as to acquire good judgment, I will now do just what you said. Look, I hereby give you a wise and understanding mind. There has been no one like you before now, nor will there be anyone like you afterward. I now also give you what you didn't ask for, wealth and fame. There won't be a king like you as long as you live. And if you walk in my ways and obey my laws and commands, just as your father David did, then I will give you a very long life. Solomon awoke and realized it was a dream. He went to Jerusalem and stood before the chest containing the Lord's covenant. Then he ordered entirely burned offerings and well-being sacrifices held a celebration for all his servants. Mm -hmm.
Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 27, verses 9 through 26. Much time had been lost, and the voyage was now dangerous since the day of reconciliation had already passed. Paul warned them, Men, I see that our voyage will suffer damage and great loss, not only for the cargo and ship, but also for our lives. But the centurion was persuaded more by the ship's pilot and captain than by Paul's advice. Since the harbor was unsuitable for spending the winter, the majority supported a plan to put out to sea from there. They thought they might reach Phoenix in Crete and spend the winter in its harbor, which faced southwest and northwest. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they thought they could carry out their plan. They pulled up anchor and sailed closely along the coast of Crete. Before long, a hurricane-strength wind, known as a northeaster, swept down from Crete. The ship was caught in the storm and couldn't be turned in the wind. So we gave in to it, and it carried us along. After sailing under the shelter of an island called Cauda, we were able to control the lifeboat only with difficulty. They brought the lifeboat aboard, then began to wrap the ship with cables and hold it together. Fearing they might run aground on the sandbars of the Gulf of Sirtis, they lowered the anchor and let the ship be carried along. We were so battered by the violent storm that the next day, the men began throwing cargo overboard. On the third day, they picked up the ship's gear and hurled it into the sea. When neither the sun nor the moon appeared for many days, and the raging storm continued to pound us, all hope of our being saved from this peril faded. For a long time, no one had eaten. Paul stood up among them and said, Men, you should have complied with my instructions not to sail from Crete. Then we would have avoided this damage and loss. Now I urge you to be encouraged. Not one of your lives will be lost, though we will lose the ship. Last night an angel from the God to whom I belong and whom I worship stood beside me. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. Indeed, God has also graciously given you everything, everyone sailing with you. Be encouraged, men. I have faith in God that it will be exactly as he told me. However, we must run aground on some island. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. It was two days before Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and legal experts, through cunning tricks, were searching for a way to arrest Jesus and kill him. But they agreed that it shouldn't happen during the festival, otherwise there would be an uproar among the people. Jesus was at Bethany, visiting the house of Simon, who had a skin disease. During dinner, a woman came in with a vase made of alabaster and containing very expensive perfume of pure nard. She broke open the vase and poured the perfume on his head. Some grew angry. They said to each other, why waste the perfume? This perfume could have been sold for almost a year's pay and the money given to the poor. And they scolded her. Jesus said, leave her alone. Why do you make trouble for her? She has done a good thing for me. You always have the poor with you and whenever you want, you can do something good for them but you won't always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body ahead of time for burial. I tell you the truth, 
that wherever in the whole world the good news is announced, what she's done will also be told in memory of her. Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to give Jesus up to them. When they heard it, they were delighted and promised to give him money. So he started looking for an opportunity to turn him in. Oh, don't 
worship can shy on me lift up your song cause you got a lion inside of those lungs get up and praise the Lord so I'll throw up my hands praise you again and again cause all that I have is a singing hallelujah hallelujah so I'll throw up my hands and praise you again and again cause all that I have is a Nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing Alleluia, Alleluia. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. 
we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 13. I have trusted in your faithful love. My heart will rejoice in your salvation. Yes, I will sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Gratitude, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.